starring Bela Day in... But, Ma, that's my favorite movie! Oh, well, all right. But don't you spend too much time in front of that TV, do you hear me? Yes, Ma. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? I hope today is treating you well. Well, today is a super exciting day because we have reached the last episode of season one. And I am so super excited about this. Guys, we made it to episode 32. So let me go ahead and properly introduce myself. Welcome back to my podcast, But Ma, That's My Favorite Movie. And I'm your host, Bila Day. And I am just elated. I can't believe I made it this far. Actually, you know what? I can believe it. I actually really can believe it that I made it this freaking far. And I want to do something a little bit different in this episode than what I normally do. Because normally, you know, I kind of go through the motions and then, you know, get into the theme or talk about the movie. And, you know, I was kind of going back and forth on what I wanted to do, but I figured out how I want to do it. So this episode is titled, But Ma, That's Soul Slash it's a wrap because I want to, one, we're going to talk about a movie um, that I have really enjoyed and it is titled Soul, uh, you know, a recent movie that just literally came out. And I want to talk about that movie because I really love it. And uh, two, I wanted to reflect on the season and just, you know, just kind of taking different elements of things that have happened, you know, going into the themes, you know, just reflecting on some of the episodes and so on and so forth. Um, but I am going to do something a little different as far as how I talk about the movie Soul because it is a movie that literally just came out like four days ago. Um, I'm not going to give away the ending. Um, I don't want to give away too much in it. So you're not going to get any of the behind the scenes information because when I was kind of reading through what was um, on IMDb, I realized that there could be some things that, that are going to give away like the plot too much. And I'm just going to keep it simple, guys. I'm, I'm just going to just introduce the movie to you. So if you haven't watched it, if maybe you were interested in it and you didn't really want to click on it, but you know, you are a little curious or maybe you haven't heard of it at all and you've been living under a rock, that is very possible. Um, but I know I personally have seen it all over Facebook. Um, everyone talking about the movie and how good it was. But, you know, not everyone's on the same apps. And, you know, that's only a select number of people I've seen talking about it. So it very much um, could not be in um, your realm of sight. Uh, sight. Okay, like, what? how do you say it? Like, uh, um sight and mind or, you know, however they say that. But anyhow. All right. So yeah, um, I want to go ahead and get into this because I don't know how long this episode is going to be. And boys, it is late at night. I always like do things the last minute and I'm like, why? But you know what, guys, we are going to push through this because this is the last episode. And, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm really excited about it. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's just go ahead and get into it. All right. So 
first things first, we are going to go ahead and just get into the movie. All right. So, lights, camera, action. Music is all I think about. From the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night, I was born to play. It's my reason for living. And I'm going to get into my commentary much later because um, I just want to get right into just the description. And then, you know, after that, just get into my opinion about the movie. Uh, because uh, I haven't really expressed it yet, or I probably have. But anyways, I loved it. I adored this movie for many, 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 many reasons. Um, one huge reason why I, you know, enjoyed it, but we're going to get into that after this, uh, after this other information. Okay. So, um, that quote is by the lead character, Joe, that's voiced by Jamie Foxx. Of course, the release date was on Christmas day and it wasn't released in movies. It was just released on Disney Plus, and you did not have to pay extra to see it. So Mulan was released uh, earlier in December, and you did have to have some type of, like, you had to pay for some type of pass to get access to the movie. And in my opinion, I think after people's reaction to it, having to pay extra on top of, like, paying for the app, people were not too happy about that. And so I think they had decided, all right, let's just go ahead and allow it to be free to the users who already have the app. And then hopefully if people are not already subscribed to the app, then they could just possibly, you know, want to be subscribed because they're interested in watching the movie. I don't know. That's just a hypothetical. They probably didn't think that way at all. Um, but that's just my opinion on that. All right. So the director is Pete Doctor, who also directed Inside Out and Monsters, Inc. And then we have a co-director who was Kent Powers, who um, this was actually his first movie that he um, co-directed on. Um, and then the writers are Pete Doctor as well. He wrote the screenplay. And he also wrote Wally, Toy Story, and Monsters, Inc. And we have Mike Jones, who um, was a writer for Even Hand. And we have Kent Powers again, who um, he had wrote One Night in Miami and um, wrote for an episode or maybe a couple episodes for Star Trek Discovery. All right, and let's get into the summary. So in the beginning, Joe is instructing his middle school band class, who is actually playing quite horribly um, until... He ha actually has them switch up um, to start playing a different song, which sounds a little better. Um, but he's like kind of trying to create, not saying everyone's rowdy, but he's trying to create some type of like structure within the group um, because they're playing well, but they have some that are like on their phone, some that are like, like sucking in Skittles through their like trumpet or whatever. And then someone who's not even playing their instrument at all. So he's kind of just going through the different students and he lands upon um, one student named Connie and he actually gives her um, like a moment to have a solo. And when she's doing her solo, it sounds amazing. And not only does she sound amazing and she nails it, but you can tell that she is so into it. You could tell that this is something that she is quite passionate about. 
And so after she like kind of gets out of her trance of, you know, doing her solo, she looks around, she feels a bit embarrassed because she lost herself in the moment and the kids around her start laughing because of course kids don't really, now some people do, some people don't, but when they see someone who's like really interested in something, love it, like for some reason kids think, ha ha, let's laugh at them because you're passionate about something. Ha ha, you really love that. You're stupid. And you know how kids do. But um, Joe, well, Mr. Gardner, he jumps right in and he tries to um, defend like her being um, entranced by this music. And he starts talking about his own passion for jazz music. And he starts playing the piano and he's playing it like really beautifully. And he's talking about his first moment that he saw someone playing jazz and how he wasn't even interested in it. And then he'd end up going to the club uh, for the first time because of his dad and then fell in love with the craft and specifically the piano. And then he ends up trying to like get Connie to chime in because he's like, hey, I'm passionate about this. This is how I first discovered it. And, you know, when I play it, it's all I think about. I, I love it. And then he's like, yeah, like, you know, you understand Connie, right? And then Connie's like, I'm only 12 years old. And and I think she, I think she would have like, uh, had like a moment where they, she got to geek out with him. But I think because she got laughed at, your response is to act like it's dumb and stupid. So I think she would, like if they were, if it was a safe space, she probably would have geeked out with them. But of course, it's freaking middle school, which is like <laughs> the worst part of school. I don't know about anyone else, but my middle school experience was terrible. And I know other people's middle school experience that was terrible as well. It's just not the best years. All right, so then we move on to where um, Joe is at. Oh, actually, I'm skipping around, guys. Let me go back. All right, so as he's teaching his class, he gets interrupted by the principal. The principal comes by, and she has some great news. She's like, Joe, you finally are going to be a full-time band teacher because currently he was only working part-time. And so she gives him this news. He doesn't seem too excited about it like at all because um as he was mentioning earlier his true passion passion is music is jazz is playing the piano he doesn't want to be playing with kids all of his life and teaching kids his his dream is to play shows to be a jazz musician and like that's how he makes his income from something he loves doing and so you know the principal seems way more excited about it than he does and then he ends up after school going to his mom's business and she's a tailor and his mom is so excited about the news because he tells her, you know, he got hired on, well, the potential to get hired on. He hasn't made an official, he hasn't made an official decision yet. And so his mom's so happy because she's finally like, she's finally like, we can logically turn your dream into an income. Finally, because after all these years, you've just been dreaming and you've, you know, kind of had your head in the clouds, but you haven't had anything stable. And um, we're going to get into that a little later, too. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, she's like she's happy for him. And of course, he's like, huh, I want to make my mom happy, but that's really not going to make me happy. But it's probably where I'm at in life. There's not really any opportunity opportunity. So this is probably going to be what uh, the choice I'm going to have to make. But then he gets a phone call 
and the phone calls from one of his previous students named, or people call him Curly. And Curly basically get like tells him like, "Hey, I'm playing for this. I'm playing in this band for Dorothea, and Dorothea is like a famous jazz musician that the community knows about. Joe especially knows about and admires and loves her work. And so Curly's like, "Hey, you know, um, he was like basically giving him an opportunity to possibly play in the band." So, of course, you know, Joe quickly runs over to the half note, which is where um, they're practicing, and he meets Dorothea, and she's real cold and distant, um, and then he has to just kind of jump in there, and so it's like he has to immediately prove himself. So, like, even because at first she's kind of looking down on him because when Curly introduces Joe, he's like, hey, this is my middle school teacher, blah, 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 and she's like, oh, we're we're now we are um being seduced or we're going we're going to be deduced down to you know playing with middle school teachers like ugh, like she looks down upon it but anywho he gets up there to play and initially he's asking what he should play and they don't say anything she's just playing her instrument so then he just kind of just is hearing what she's playing and then um trying to figure out the keys to um blend into her sound and then he just ends up having this moment where he starts doing a solo and he gets so lost into it because he plays beautifully and um this is something he loves doing and so he was in front of the piano and that's just his thing so he ends up like going off pretty much and then he, when he breaks out of his trance he notices that Dorothea is staring at him well all of them are staring at him and he's thinking wow I think I probably messed up by doing that and then Dorothea is like where have you been and she's like we'll give you a shot you know come um later tonight shows at nine rehearsals at seven and so Joe is ecstatic he's like oh my god this is finally my chance I can finally see my name in lights and he's just so freaking excited and so what ends up happening is he gets on the phone and you know what, right now I'm drawing a blank of who he got on the phone with, but it was somebody. Definitely was not his mom. And he's like telling them the good news and he does tell them like, don't tell my mom about it because I know she'll be so disappointed. Like I'm playing a show after I got offered a full-time position as a teacher, a band teacher. And so he's, it's funny because he's kind of like, he just got the opportunity of a lifetime and all of these things around him that are pretty much like death traps are just like literally just falling right in front of him. And, um, at one point he ends up falling into, I think what you would call like a manhole. Um, and so he ends up falling in and this is when we see, cause the most famous, like. Um, like in the trailers and stuff where it's like the blue, not a blimp, but just like a little blue guy, which we know it's Joe, um, but we find out that's his soul, right? And um, of course, um, it, this isn't quite the end of his demise, but um, he initially is about to meet or about to um, go into the, what they call the great beyond, which is death. And, you know, he's super frantic because he's like, I can't die yet. I just got a big opportunity. And they're on this sort of like conveyor belt and the belt's like moving towards this big giant white light. And he's like, I can't go yet. And so he's trying to find any way to get out. And he ends up doing that. And he ends up, um, 
in what they call the great before. So he, he actually ends up in the place that you are at before you're actually born. And this is the place where you um, get your personality, where you find the spark that, you know, will lead you to earth. And like I said, I don't want to get too deep into it. I want you to watch it for yourself. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and get into my opinion of the actual film itself. Okay. Uh, like I said before, I love this movie and I watched it three times and I love this movie for multiple reasons. Um, one, because of course this is the uh, first Pixar, Pixar Disney film that has a leading um, protagonist who is black. Uh, the most of the faces and cast in the movie are black. Um, it really embodies like black features, the different type of skin tones, um, the hair textures. It just it really shows uh, black people and their physical features in more of like a realistic way, um, not like in a caricature. And so it was super nice to see. Um, the colors were really nice. Uh, the, the style of it, it, it was just amazing. And then on top of that, they have, you know, a great cast. Like these voices were just absolutely perfect, um, for their roles. And, um, and then the fact that it's talking about a purpose, um, what, what, uh, you know, spark, what gets you going in life. And I'm all about, cause I know what my purpose is. And so I'm one of the people who's going through life trying to fulfill my purpose. And this movie talks about that. And so I really love, I love, even if someone is passionate about something that I'm not necessarily, um, passionate about, I still love just like being around someone who is passionate as well, because I love to see people get into their zone. I love to see people talk about things that they love. I love to see people talking about goals and things that they want to reach. Um, because I'm that, so it's, I'm that way. So I like talking to like-minded people such as myself who are, you know, know what they want to do in life and, and know like, who and like where they should be, you know? And so this movie is all about that. And um, the purpose part is like the main reason for me loving this. And you don't see too many movies talk about stuff like this. So I think that's why I loved it even more. Um, and uh, you'll be quite surprised of, about, you know, the different... Um, things that this movie talks about because I did think, okay, he died or is going to die. And pretty much you, you're thinking it's it's going to be like this um, kitty, uh, family-friendly movie that's dressed up, but, you know, dressed up nicely with a bow talking about death. Um, but it's actually more than that. Um, we don't, only stay on the subject of what we don't even really stick on the subject of what death is about. Um, we're mostly talking about just aspects of um, life, you know, and um, I just really like how they did it. It was just, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought like, I mean, there's not a lot of words that I can even think of to say about this film, but it was just, it was so freaking good. And, um, 
I like that they not only talk about, you know, like getting into the afterlife and stuff like that, but they're talking about souls while they are on earth. And um, it's just really, really cool um, how they came up with this story and, you know, how everything ends up playing out. It's just really, really neat. Um, and let me see, what else do I have about this? So, okay, the message of this film. Um, and this is just my personal opinion of what I think this message is about. Um, it talks about purpose, yes. And you hear a lot about, you know, uh, you Joe explains a lot and makes it very clear what he knows his purpose is, what his passion is, what he loves to do. That's all. That's it, right? But it's actually, it, it's a bigger message beyond purpose. I feel that the true message, or I feel, in my opinion, the message of the story is not only talking about purpose, because you do have people who know their purpose. You know, there's people who don't know their purpose. But in the bigger scheme of things, it's te it's telling you that life is more than what your purpose is. Life is more than, you know, having that perfect career. Life is more than having that perfect partner. Life is about living. So if you don't do anything else today, if you don't do anything extravagant, if you at least live and take advantage of you know, just staring, like, you know, it's fall right now. Um, so just taking advantage and looking at the leaves fall from the tree, spending moments with your dog and just, you know, petting them and giving them love or just maybe holding yourself and, you know, while you're laying in bed and you can feel the warmth from the cover and, you know, you, you know, playing, you know, Listening to sounds of rain, maybe play it off your off of your TV or something. Probably sound a little crazier, but just the details in life and just living it, not being worried about you know what's gonna happen tomorrow, not fixating on what happened in the past, but living that like that's what your job should be in life. Like all everything, like you know, eating and sleeping, and going to work, and driving your car, and buying materialist, material things. That's one part of life. But when you have the moments when you're awake, just taking advantage, and, and taking advantage, and taking in everything around you, and what you can do. And so, that's what I think, <laughs> that's what I got from this movie, is just living that's like that's what your job is to do is to live and to appreciate life and the little things around you all right <laughs> guys i went a little deep with that but i've been super excited to talk about this movie i haven't had anyone that's um i've been able to sit and talk about this movie with so i said this is a perfect time how about i go ahead and do that right all right um now <sighs> My favorite character, because normally I talk about movies, I ask all these questions and, st and stuff, but I'm just keeping it pretty simple. 
Um, you know, I'm hoping you're going to enjoy this, just hearing about the movie and hopefully you will, you know, decide to actually watch the movie either after the episode or maybe tomorrow, the next day, or maybe plan a family time next week. This is, this is also a great movie for the kids. Of course, it's a Pixar movie, but it's a great movie for the kids. And I just hope, um, maybe this will create some type of discussion because, um, death is scary. Um, I think about it all the time and I drive myself nuts, you know, thinking about when is my time, um, when I should be more concerned about the time I'm spending here, not when is my time going to be up. And so this is a great moment to, you know, your kids, if you can find some type of way to just, you know, let them know, because I know as kids, we want to rush to grow up because our parents did such a good job showing us or making life look easy that we think we would be better if we were an adult and we can do whatever we want. But just stressing to them that, you know, live your life. And as you're a kid, be a kid. Don't feel like you need to grow up. Don't feel like you need to be someone else. Don't feel like you have the pressures to, you know, find immediately what you want to do in life. Um, but to just, your job every day is to live. And that's it. Um, and then you're going to find different ways of how you do that. But um, but just really appreciating the like simplest things. Okay. Um, so favorite characters. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to talk about this character first. So there was, there's these counselors and they're, all of their names is Jerry. And every time I look up a movie on IMDb, I'm always like, uh, what? Okay. I want to put a face to the voice, especially for like animations. Um, and so I'm like, okay, so that's Jerry, the first one. So who does this voice? And sometimes, you know, the actresses and actors kind of alter their voice. So if you looked at an interview, you probably couldn't tell if that was their voice or not because, you know, they, they're professionals. They know how to, you know, shift things around to create a unique, unique voice for these characters they're going to be uh, playing. And so all I can say is the first Jerry that we encounter. <laughs> is one of my favorite. Her voice is just so calm and soothing. And she just has one of those voices where you're just like, yes, tell me about, guide me in life. You know, tell me a story. Like so comforting. Like if you were, if you had anxiety or if you were afraid of something, or if you um, were nervous about something, like she is going to like, <laughs> she is a person that's going to down and make you feel so much better. So I love the first counselor, Jerry, that um, we get introduced to. And then my absolute favorite is Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. And Terry is voiced by Rachel House, who um, also did a voice in Moana and um, played in Thor Ragnarok. And I am a fan of Rachel House now, okay? Terry, even though Terry had a small part, but Terry had like this raspy, like soothing voice, like super, like, like straightforward, in charge. It was a voice that was like captivating and demanding and you had to listen to what they were going to say. 
So Terry's my absolute favorite. Like I literally, when I kept watching the movie over, I was wanting to hear Terry speak. So if some crazy way Rachel House listened to this episode, I absolutely love you and you gained a fan because her voice is freaking rock and roll, okay? Like <laughs> that is a unique voice and just the just the way she voices character it, it was amazing. And I love me some Terry. All right, um, let me go ahead and go through the um cast quickly and then we're gonna get to our we're gonna get to our reflection corner of season one. All right, so we have um Jamie Foxx who does the voice of Joe and Jamie Foxx, I mean the incredible Jamie Foxx. Um he has done so many different movies. He is so talented. Not only is he an actor, um, but he's also a singer and represent he's from Terrell, Texas, so he's a southerner. And he's just super, super talented, and he did very good in this movie as well. Um, but he is known for Ray, Django, and Collateral. Um, we have Tina Fey, who plays 22, and she was in Mean Girls, which was an episode I did where I talked about that movie. Um, also, Baby Mama, and she was a regular on SNL. Uh, we have Graham Norton, who does the voice for Moonwind, and he was in Eurovision Song Contest and another gay movie. We have Rachel House, my girl, who does the voice of Terry, um, was in Moana and Thor Ragnarok. We have Alice Bro. Bragog, Bragog, Alice Bragog. I think that's how I say that. And I think this was the first counselor. I'm not sure, but she was in I'm Legend, um, Elsum, and Predators. Then we have Richard A. I don't want to butcher his last name. He was also Counselor Jerry. Um, he it was in the It Crowd and the Box Trolls. We have Felicia Rashad, the Felicia Rashad, who plays Libby, which is Joe's mother. Um, she's known for the Cosby Show. We have um, Donnell Rawlings, who does the voice of Dez. He was in the Chappelle Show and Jane Silent Bob. And let me give some kudos to Donnell Rawlings because normally he's like the funny guy. And I felt he really... I don't even know how to describe this, but he did an amazing job. Like there was no comedy to what he did. And it's not like this is a drama or anything, but he just had a great level of sophistication and of realness and of relatability when he voiced this role. And so I'm going to give some kudos to him. He did an amazing job. Um, and also Felicia Rashad, she's just amazing. She's the most classiest actress ever. Like she's one of them actresses. She never could play a stereotype. She was too classy for that. Um, and she just always gave you sophistication in class anytime she is on the screen. Um, then we have Quest Love, who does the voice of Curly, and he did amazing too. I just, I know him as the drummer of the band Roots and, you know, being, and like, I think he's on the Jimmy Kimmel late night show. And I just, you would have never thought he was a musician, do, um, a musician doing acting. Like he sounded so natural. Um, he was so relatable as well. Amazing. Um, Angela Bassett, my girl who does the voice of Dorothea, this was a little, a little uh, different for her. She did a role where she was more stern. She was more, 
straightforward. Um, she was no nonsense. And so it was a little different, but of course I love her voice as always. Um, she also um, did movies like Black Panther, What's Love Got to Do With It, and Strange Days. Uh, we have Margot Hall who plays, does the voice for Melba. And this is crazy. She was in Blind Spotting and All Day and a Night. Uh, then we have David Diggs, who does the voice of Paul, and he was also in Blind Spotting, Hamilton, and Wonder. In Blind Spotting, we talked about um, that movie in episode six. Um, then we have Wes Study, who does Counselor Jerry. Um, he was in The Last Mohicans, Heat, and Mystery Men. Uh, then we have Fortune Femster, who is also Counselor Jerry. Um, he was in The Office, Christmas Party, and The Secret Lives of Dorks. Then we have Jeannie Toretto, who does the voice for Principal Aurora. Um, They are in The Promised Neverland and Doom Eternal. All right. So we're done talking about that movie, Soul. So please support the cause check out soul it's a great movie you you can watch it by yourself or you can watch it with the kids it's a, it's an awesome awesome movie all right so we're gonna go ahead and reflect on season one and i have a couple categories here um and then we're gonna kind of get into where i'm gonna thank the listeners because i wanted to save that for last we're gonna talk about you know what the podcast achieved this season and some future goals and then um, give you a little bit of information of the, a little bit of information of what's going to happen for season two. Well, actually not too much about, but just more like the date. We'll kind of work through that. All right. So, okay. So the first, um, the first two questions that I have, they're going to be more like kind of nominee type of questions. And then the other ones that I have, which is one, two, three, four, four other questions. It's going to kind of just go into the actual reflection of the show. All right. So the first little category here that we have with some nominees. So this is the actor in the most movies. And I totally did, did this by accident. And I mentioned this in the sport movie that um, I co-hosted with my dad, where I was talking about, oh my God, I I have these, you know, actors I've talked about repeatedly, and I promise I didn't even do it on purpose. So I thought it would be a fun little category to do, you know, reflecting on season one. All right. So the nominees are Brecken Meyer, Tisha Campbell, Goldie Hawn, LL Cool J. Drumroll, please. All right, this is actually a three-way tie, and it's between Brecken Meyer, Tisha Campbell, and Goldie Hawn. And I forgot one, guys. Okay, forgive me. This is the first awards we mess up, you know? Um, so, actually, it should have been uh, Martin Lawrence, because I didn't realize that I talked about him in three different movies. Okay, so let's go ahead and um, get into the movies they were all in. Let's do that real quick. Okay, so Brecken Meyer, he was in Clueless, which was episode five. Um, he was also in the party episode, which was episode two, um, which the movie was Can't Hardly Wait. And the Clueless episode five was Nostalgic Movies. And then he was in the witchy movie, The Craft. Then we have Tisha Campbell. And this surprised me because I didn't even really realize this. Uh, but Tisha was in episode two, 
and um and was in the movie house party uh she was in a little shop of horrors which was episode eight the musical episode and she had a small part in blind spotting which i talked about in episode six the socially conscious movies um then we have goldie hawn who <laughs> i thought it was funny because i was like damn i'm a goldie hawn fan i guess uh so we have private benjamin which um is in the war movie episode and I don't actually have that one off the top of my head with the war episode, what number that was. But that movie was super cute. So that was actually episode 25. Uh, let's see. And then, of course, we have uh, Death Becomes Her, which, you know, that was the solo episode. And um, that episode number is... Uh, episode 17. And then we have, um, last but not least, Wildcats, which was in the sports episode, and that is episode uh, 27. Uh, and then last but not least, we have Martin Lawrence, and he was in Do the Right Thing, which was part two, episode six. Um, he, uh, thin, he was in Thin Line Between Love and Hate. He was. He freaking directed that one, I believe. Um, and that was episode three. Uh, black movie and then we have episode two which was party movie party movies um and he was in house party so i thought that was super interesting so all of them were in three movies a piece and i i wanted to find you know an actor that possibly was like the tiebreaker but nope they all tied there all right, so let's get into the second category. So um, let's see if I am, if this makes any freaking sense to you, okay? Because I was trying to figure out the wording of it. Okay, so this second category is the year that had the most movies that we talked about on the podcast. All right, and the nominees are 1993, 1999, 1996 or 1995? That I talked about that came out in 1996, and I'll tell you them. So we have a thin line between love and hate, set it off, Matilda, fear, the craft, Harriet the spy, and jingle all the way. And I promise you, I did not do that on purpose at all. And then the runner-up was 1993, actually, and uh, the movies that came out in 1993 were Mrs. Doubtfire. Sam Lott, Poetic Justice, and Nightmare Before Christmas. So I thought that was pretty neat. I thought that was pretty neat. All right. So now we're going to get into the categories that are more like my top five episodes for a certain um, uh, category, right? Okay. So the first one I have, oh, well, the next one I have here, um, the episode that had the most listens. So the top five ep episodes that end up having the most listens, and of course, 
I know because I'm behind the scenes, but I just feel like it's still cool to let my audience know um, the most listened most listened episodes. All right, so number five is going to be episode eight, Bub Ma. That's my favorite musical. Um, then we have number four is episode thirty, Nightmare. Um, Bub Ma. That's Nightmare Before Christmas. Number three is. Episode 29, which is But Ma. That's my favorite interracial couple. Number two is episode one, But Ma. That's my favorite drama movie. And number one is episode 31, But Ma. That's my favorite Christmas movie. And for the musical one, you know, of course, it's But Ma. That's my favorite musical movie. And so those are my top five episodes that had the most listens. And um, yeah, it was pretty interesting how that turned out because um, I had some episodes that were consistently getting the most listens. So some of these I just really didn't expect. I didn't really even expect the spike of listens I was going to get, but it happened. And I'm going to get into that a little later. All right. The next category we have my opinion of my most creative themes that I have. Okay. So, um, number five, we have episode 12. Well, actually this is episode 12, 13 to 14. Really? I'm going to like group them together. And it's, um, it's, it was, but Ma, that's my favorite kid in a movie, but Ma, that's my favorite teen in a movie, but Ma, that's my favorite college movie. And this was the back to school edition. So basically I felt like that was pretty cool because, um, I, if you haven't noticed, I play my themes based on what's going on in the year, whether it's a holiday, whether it's a special occasion, um, or whatever the case may be. I like playing on um, those, those ideas. Um, so I really like that one. And then number four, I have episode six, which was a part one and part two. Uh, but Ma, that's my favorite socially conscious movie, um, because we have the movies that um, talk about social issues or have commentary on like certain social issues that are going on. And I feel like even though we talk about movies and most of it's fictional, um, I like delving into uh, movies that do make you think that movies that uh, do have a message. Um, Then we have coming in number three, episode 29, But Ma, that's my favorite interracial couple movie. And, you know, times are changing interracial couple I mean most people are mixed with something um not everyone's you know um just one race anymore um so I do like you know kind of adding in that there then we have number two uh episode 20 but ma that's my favorite true crime movie and of course I am a true crime head. I love listening to true crime podcasts. And, you know, I was doing a lot of that before I even, you know, started to create my own. And so I liked adding in that element of true crime, but talking about movies. So taking one of my favorite aspects or like my favorite kind of genre and then adding that into what I'm doing. Um, then we have coming in number one, episode 16, But Ma, that's my favorite bio picture movie, which is movies, t- biography movies talking about a certain uh, famous person's life, famous person or someone who made an impact in history or an impact on, um, you know, anything that has to do with what we listen to or what we use on a daily or what we watch. And so... 
Yeah, I love that one because that theme is, well, one, it's just cool to talk about, you know, movies that were made about people's lives. And I grew up, you know, watching a lot of bio pictures. And so that was one of the episodes I was most excited to uh, delve into. All right. So the next category we have here is the most fun episodes. Now, I have some episodes where I'm co-hosting it with, you know, different family members. So I don't want to step on any toes. Okay. Um, but I actually have, mm, yeah, I don't want to step on any toes. I'm not saying I have favorites, but I'm just going to say the most fun episodes. So coming in number six, and I have to do six for this one, episode 18, but my, that's my favorite thriller movie. And that one's fun because I get to talk about Fear, which is a movie that's nostalgic to me. And then I'm talking about Black Swan, which is actually literally one of my favorite movies. Um, so that was just fun to do because I'm actually talking about one of my favorites. Most of the time I'm talking about movies I love and enjoy, um, but Black Swan is one of my favorites. And then we have um, number five, episode 27, but my, my favorite sports movie. I co-hosted that with my dad and it was just super fun because my dad gets so into it. And so this was his second time doing um, a podcast with me because the first one was, uh, we talked about dads and movies. And so that was super fun to do. We had a really great time. Uh, number four, I have episode 15, but Ma, that's my favorite artist in a movie. And I love this episode because I got to talk about um, Poetic Justice. And that's one of my movies I love. And I had a little story about Tupac in regards to something my director said uh, to me when I was auditioning for acting school. And it stuck with me and it just felt appropriate to kind of like, you know, talk about Tupac and um, just like my thoughts on him and um, my thoughts on, you know, a, a, a better possible bio picture being made about his life. And hopefully one day, maybe I make it. We shall see. But um, I just loved it because I had a story to tell and I could really just get into it. And I didn't feel like I had to be mechanical about it or, you know, say the right things. Like, it just felt free. Like, I felt free with it, if that makes sense. All right, we have coming in number three, episode 21, But Ma, That's My Favorite Witchy Movie. And I did this episode with my sister, and this was the second, um, well, actually, technically, it was the first episode that we did together. Uh, and that one was fun. Of course, the theme, talking about witchy movies, I'm all into the metaphysical lifestyle. So it was right up our alley, and we were talking about the craft and um, Teen Witch. So that was just a bond itself. Um, and plus my sister, she she was a great co-host. So that was really fun. Then we have episode, or coming in number two, episode 13. But Ma, that's my favorite teen in a movie. Oh my God, who doesn't like to talk about the teeny bopper movies? We had Jawbreaker and Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And those are just fun movies to talk about. I mean, who does not like to talk about raging hormone teens that, you know, accidentally kill a friend or who are auditioning for a dance show when they have a military dad who completely frowns upon the the idea of her daughter dancing on TV. <laughs> so I, that was a fun episode to do. Um, and then coming in at number one, I have episode three, But Ma, that's my favorite Black movie. And that was fun because I love talking about Black movies, okay? I grew up on it. And even though I feel like that title can be kind of limiting because these movies are more than black movies, I feel like these movies um, embodied and carried um, life to them. They carried 
true potential of some great art, um, some great acting, a great storyline, um, nothing stereotypical, um, which I talked about Set It Off and Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And Set It Off is an amazing movie. Um, it could have just, you know, gone down the path of, you know, being something like, oh, we've already seen that before. But you have these four amazing actresses, Queen Latifah, Kimberly Lee, Vivica Fox, and Jada Pinkett Smith. You have these amazing women that come together and create these like mind blowing performances and they just do not get the credit they deserve. Um, and then Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I mean, Martin Lawrence is playing a club promoter. He's in love with his childhood best friend, but at the same time, you know, he's doing a bet trying to get this girl who's super, the, the, another woman who's nothing but class and sophistication when you see her on screen. And, uh, it gives you basic instinct and, uh, fatal attraction tease. Okay. So that was so fun. And I co-hosted that episode with my mom. And then also I got to talk about Juneteenth because this was right around the time where Black Lives Matter, um, was real prominent, um, in social media and on the news and all that. And, um, a lot of stuff was going on. And so I, I liked to, um, be able to educate in my episode as well, informing people on what Juneteenth was. And, and, you know, just, um, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with having fun, doing creative stuff, but also adding a little education in it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, right. Okay. So the last, so the last category that I have here is, okay, my favorite quote from a movie that I've done. Okay. This is actually the last one I have here. All right. So, um, top five. So episode five or coming in at number five is episode five, which is, um, the nostalgic episode. And I did the movie Clueless. And so this is the quote, Dion and her boyfriend, Murray are in this dramatic relationship. I think they've seen that I can Tina Turner movie too many times. All right, that quote went over my head when I watched it back then, and then I caught it when I rewatched it when I before I did the episode. And it's funny because What's Love Got to Do With It is actually one of my favorite movies, and so I thought that was super funny. Um, and then coming in number four, we have episode eight, uh, which is from the musical episode, and the movie is Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Okay, and the quote is, "You know why I keep my campaign promises." And it's so funny because, like, the quote itself is kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a line in the movie. But the actor, the way he delivered it, like, me and my sister thought that is so funny. That's, like, one of my favorite movie quotes because just that was too hilarious how he delivered it. Um, then we have coming in number three, episode 13, which is, but Ma, that's my favorite teen movie. And this quote is from the movie Jawbreaker. I killed Liz. I killed the teen dream deal with it. I will say that quote like on a daily basis <laughs> because I don't know why I just love it. And Jawbreaker is obviously a classic. So I, I I love that quote. Now coming in number two, we have episode 18, which is But Ma, that's my favorite thriller movie. And this is this quote comes from Black Swan, which is one of my favorites. All right. I can't. I'm the Swan Queen. You're the one who never left the corpse. 
And that, I, just the power behind it, like I didn't give it any justice, y'all, excuse me, but the way Natalie Portman delivered that, like I got chills. Like I get chills every time I hear her say that line, um, just because the confidence in it, like the power in it, because, um, you know, the whole movie, she has no power. She's like this meek, fragile human, and she finally, you know, grows into herself. So that's why I love that quote. Um, and then number one, episode 28, uh, but ma, that's soul food. And I'm real childish for liking this quote, but I like it um, kind of because of the vulgarity, but not really, but I don't know. It's just so funny. But anyways, let me get into this quote. Oh, fuck the family. The family, I let the family in my house. And you know what? The family fucked my husband. Yeah. Faith fucked my husband. And like I said, I'm childish for liking that quote because there was another better quote in that movie, but I like that one because it just was funny. And it's like just the way Vanessa Williams, a lot of these quotes I like is because of the delivery and the way Vanessa Williams played that character and the way she did that quote. Yeah, it took me out. <laughs> so that's my number one because I'm just silly, y'all. All right. Okay, so that is it for the reflection corner. Well, actually, no, we're still going to be reflecting. But as far as like the actual categories um, in this reflection corner, those are done. And we're just going to get into um, some other things here. So let's talk about what we achieved. Okay, so I'm going to tell you um, some things we achieved with this podcast. One, um, the director of Jawbreaker, Darren Stein, actually liked my post that I made um, when I was promoting uh, the teen movie episode, episode 13, I believe. And so he liked that post and that was super cool and that made me feel super good. Um, then number two, we got featured on the Podbean site. Now, what's Podbean? That is the website where I host my podcast. And so I got featured on there, which actually caused a spike in listens. And to be honest, I didn't, I didn't know how many people go on the Podbean site. I didn't know how successful it'd be. I didn't know. And to be honest, I forgot. Um, uh, because it, before you get featured, you have to kind of sign up for it. And so I did. I forgot about it. It randomly, you know, came my time and then it was just super exciting to see the results that came from it. And so due to that spike, I actually ended up hitting over 1,200 listens. And mind you, um, and I'm going to be transparent here, the amount of listens I had um, from when I started the podcast, which was like the first episode came out, like technically May because the trailer, but June, from June to November, I had over 600 listens. And then literally I got about 600 listens in just one week. Um, so that was a huge, 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 um, triumphant, um, victory for this podcast. And I'm just super excited, um, to see what the future holds, um, after this. And then also the fact that I was, um, consistent, persistent, and I did not give up. So I'm coming from, Having the podcast previously, which I talked about in the first uh, episode, but Mom's my favorite drama movie. I went from having a co-host, right, to being 40 episodes deep into the podcast. 40. That's a lot of work. <laughs> 40 episodes. Um, and then having to completely start over, 
And now I'm on episode 32. So this is just super exciting for me. And I'm, I'm so humble and I'm so, I'm so, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm just, I'm thankful. I think that's just, that's the best word. Thankful for, you know, my consistency, for me not giving up. Because even though I do aspire to be a director and, you know, a screenwriter, this is what I do for instant gratification as I'm trying to figure out my path and um, try to build up my drive and motivation to actually do what I want to do. So this is like a really good alternative creatively for me because I have to do something creative in life because that's just I'm a creative being. And so this is that for me. So this has been my baby. Um, and so my baby at one point was like for a minute destroyed. You know, everything around me was destroyed. And you know what I did? I picked myself up and I kept going because I know I have that in me. Um, that's just one of my traits. When I really want to go after something, I will. And so I'm just super proud of myself that I've gotten to this last episode and I didn't give up or I didn't pause or I didn't take a huge break that caused me to derail from my path. So I'm so happy for that. And um, and then with that being said, I want to thank my listeners. Now, if you're a returning listener, I want to truly thank you. And I, I want to thank you for lending me your ear for all 32 episodes. Thank you for believing in my content enough to keep coming back for more and to keep listening. I appreciate you. You're a real one, period. Now, if you're a new listener, well, hello. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This may be the first episode you've listened to. If so, I hope you enjoyed enough to go back and listen to some other ones because there's 31 other episodes to check out. Um, there's no particular order. You can listen to anyone that sounds interesting to you. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving my podcast a chance. Um, especially, you know, shout out to any new listeners that um, the ones that um, y'all create a spike, you know, in my uh in my podcast. Thank you for, you know, just giving it a chance and, you know, lending me your ear for 40 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever. Um, and yeah, I just truly, truly appreciate all of you. And um, I'm just super happy and thankful. I can't say it enough just for all the support that I've gotten throughout this year. It was rough, but I did it. Like I said, I went from being 40 episodes deep into a freaking podcast to having to start from one. And look where I'm at now. Look where I'm at. And I couldn't be more ecstatic. And then on top of that, um, I like I had some um like where I written down like my first season when I first when I had my first uh podcast, right? Um, when I did it the first time, I wrote down for our first season how many listens I had, right? And I was just kind of comparing because I just wanted to see, like, you know, just the difference, you know, because it was a different vibe before than what it is now. And I, was, I just wanted to know, like, 
because I was afraid, you know, me carrying this on by myself, are people going to like it? Are people still going to follow it? I know we had a little bit of listeners. Are they still going to, you know, want to check it back? Are people just going to be, you know, just disinterested in it and, you know, whatever. There's just a lot of worries and um, a lot of anxiety behind it. Um, But to be honest, literally where I ended this season, and this is technically like the revamp, right? I am, I have four times more listeners than I had. So to me, that is explanation enough. That is confirmation enough to let me know that this is, this is going on the right path. Every choice I made was the right one. And it's only going to go up. That's it. That's it. And I just, I couldn't be prouder of myself and just, you know, everything I've done. Because this, like I said, this podcast is my baby. This is my baby. And um, I'm going to take care of my baby. And I want to show y'all my baby. So, you know, you can look at my baby and hold it and, you know, enjoy it with me. And, you know, we can just have a good time. All right, so this is going to, we're going to transition now to like future goals, right? Because I haven't really, I've discussed it like here and there, but not too, too much. Okay, so future goals here. So I want to actually implement talking about TV shows. I I do want to do that. And so with that, I actually did create a Patreon. And Patreon is where you can create memberships for your listeners or viewers on whatever platform. And basically, you'll give me donations per month, and that will help me to be able to create more content, um, more frequent content, you know, than what I'm doing. And so I did set one up, um, but I really want to get more engagement. So like, guys, if you are listening to this podcast, comment, like, subscribe. I really would like some engagement. Um, If you have any themes you would like for me to do, any movies you'd like me to talk about, if there's any questions or if you want to correct me on something like, hey, or if you have other facts that I don't know about a movie or I didn't mention in that episode, then feel free to comment it. I would love that. I love talking about movies. So if there's any input that you have or any feedback, whether it's constructive or it's positive, it's all welcome. And so I kind of want to wait until there's a little bit more engagement because I don't know who out there would want to actually sign up for it. Uh but that is definitely in the future. I want to have a Patreon. I want to. I, I want to talk about TV. Excuse me. I want to talk about TV shows. Um, I also want to do more like live shows. I want to do um, breakdowns about different lives of like old Hollywood actresses and actors. So I have thing other things I want to implement um, on this podcast. But I need your engagement. I need to know who's out there. I need to know who's listening. Um, so I can know if, if that's like an actual option or if that's what y'all would, um, be interested in doing in the future. So please comment, like you can subscribe and stuff, but comment, liking posts, um, sharing them. That would be super, super, super helpful. Um, and then also I want to branch out and get, you know, guests from other podcasters. Um, well, I want to get guests from other podcasts. Um, from talking to, to just, I want to talk to all sorts of people. Um, I would like to talk to a wide range of people, but I, I want to, you know, talk to people about movies, about their 
interest in movies, about their movie experiences, or just any of that sorts of stuff. stuff. So I hope to be able to branch out and do that in the future as well. And yeah, I mean, pretty much at this point, like I said, this is the last episode for season one. Now, season two, I'm not quite sure on the date. Um, I'm thinking either maybe the second to last week in January or the first week in February. But I haven't decided. But if you follow me on social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then also, I have my website, But Ma, that's my favorite movie. So just if you're on, I would suggest going to the website. But um, if you have, um, if you liked any of the social media pages or you follow any of the social media pages, I will be updating that information soon. Um, probably maybe probably later on this week or the second week of January for sure. Um, but I like, um, uh, like I mentioned before, I want to be in the right mindset. I want to be refreshed. I got to create, you know, my new schedule, my new themes and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know what guys, thank you so much for listening, listening. Um, that is all I got. We made it to episode 32 and um, when I get to episode 40, because that is like my goal, and I promise I won't stop after episode 40, but my goal is to get to episode 40. So if I get too hype on that episode, you know why, okay? Because I'll be like, I made it, I made it. Um, that, you know, it took me some months, but I didn't got back. Um, but guys, thank you for listening. Um, go watch Soul. Go listen to other episodes. Let me know if you're interested in, you know, becoming a uh, member of Patreon. Like, comment, share. Um, But yeah, give me some feedback. I would appreciate it. Um, But you know what? Your listening ear is just as good. And you know what, guys? The show's over. The credits are rolling. And I will see you in season two.